The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. We might be too dark. We're a little too dark. We need to be a little lighter. A little lighter? Yeah, don't you think? Hey, everybody, what's up? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. We got a great show for you guys today. Um, we've got the uh, multi-platinum selling recording artists high five coming on. And then we have Julie Rogers Pamelia coming on. And she is the granddaughter of Roy Rogers and Dale Evans, who were basically the Brad and Angelina of the 50s. And uh, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Without the scandal. Without the scandal. That's right. Because they were very religious people. And uh, so we want to like thank everybody for uh, tuning in. I, we also want to thank everybody for tuning in last week. Uh, actually, first let me introduce my cool, outrageous man about town co-host with our dog, Astros, uh, Ron Russell. What do you want? I'm just introducing you. So I'm you so can... bored with being introduced. I'm so bored with this show. I'm so bored with you. Thank you. I'm just bored. Well, we want to thank everybody for tuning in last week. It's our highest show that we've ever done, and it's only been out for a week, and we got 15.6 million plays. So thank you very much, everybody. It beat John Behrman, which was at 10 million. And uh, we're going to continue to bring uh, cool guests, and hopefully we can make that grow. It just goes to show you that young people come on our show. All they have to talk about is what they're doing in themselves. But older people have a history. They talk about things that they've done, their accomplishments, the people they've run across, met, friended. That's what makes an interesting show. So I would like to keep this show with, you know, older look. If you're interested in what I look like, I cut my hair, see, it's all cut, because I'm making a movie, and I play a father. So I want your opinion. Do I look 83? Because I'm playing the father of a very famous movie actor who looks probably a little older than I do, and it's not going to work, and I don't want to lose that part. So I'm doing this so I look old. You look handsome, very Cary Grantish. Good. Cary Grant was old. But I mean, I'm interested in looking old. Oh, I'm looking. My, I'm interested in looking my age, not dilapidated, but just my age. So the glasses and the haircut. I hate the glasses. They're well, reflecting. you don't need the glasses. The no, they're reflecting. Anyway. But I just did it for an effect. Okay, that's good. So we got a chat room starting to fill up. What's up, chat room? How's everybody in the chat room doing? We want to give a big birthday shout out. Yesterday See, was no, we got light. You clapped yeah. and we got light. Yesterday's, yesterday's, uh, but we're not lighter over here. No, but we're perfect, yeah. I know, but that's not what people see. That's what we see. This is what they see. Are you good with that? That's what. Yeah, that's good. What do you want? Okay. You know, the, 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 the brighter, the more wrinkles. 
There we go. So we want to give a shout out, a birthday shout out. Yesterday was Don Hinton's 59th birthday. 59. So happy birthday, Don. Yay. And Ron already had a watch on, which is his Fitbit. Oh, he's got fit. his Fitbit watch on. Yeah. Oh, the dog's looking it. <laughs> well, I wear it because it's black and I'm wearing black and white a striped shirt now. So that was, I mean, I could have worn another watch, but this is fine. I just want to say, in case he's watching, and if you are my new best friend, who oh, I love this guy a lot, <clears throat> Julian, his book came as promised, and he signed it. And here's what he wrote. Okay, open the page, Ron. Oh, I need glasses again, see? Yeah. I have my own, thank you, my <laughs> Cary Grant glasses. Thank you for that compliment, Jimmy, looking like Cary Grant. I've always wanted to look like, I always wanted to be Cary Grant. It says, to Ron and Jimmy, whose show I liked doing. Loved doing. Loved doing. Thanks for the memory. Best, Julian. Now, I glanced through the book, and I've got to tell you, I need to go somewhere to read it because it's going to be a don't put it down book. It's going to just go, 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 go. I could see already that it's my kind of book, and I think it should be your kind of book also. Tell everybody what's the title of the book. The title of the book is Try Not to Hold It Against Me, A Producer's Life by Julian Schlossberg. And he's coming back on the show in May, you guys, at the end of May after Ron because reads the book. So we can I talk had about such it. a good time with Julian. I really did. I suggest you buy the book. I, I think it's going to be uh, a, an exceptional book. I wish I was, I'm not fly. Are we flying? To, I'm, I'm going to Nevada, by the way, to do a film June 10th. That's why I'm doing this. But he's coming before that. Yeah, that's why I'm doing this This old man look. Right? Um, so I, I, are we flying? We're driving or flying? I don't know. No, I, I have to drive. I, I don't know, actually, yet. Because I love to read on an airplane. Whenever I fly to New York, you know, it's a six-hour flight, I usually do a book. I read an entire book in the six hours. But I can't wait to read this book, Julian. And I can't wait to have you back on the show. You were so much fun. I think you should take your glasses off, though. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, because they're reflecting off the camera. Well, I don't need them to see, just to read. <laughs> so I hope everybody's doing good. I hope everybody had a good weekend. Um, I don't know if we watched anything really cool that we would talk about. Did no, I'm not talking cool? about I'm not talking about anything. I, I was Because I'm not pleased with anything I saw. We went to a red carpet event. The film, I guess, I, I, listen, I'm going to be 83 next month. And in my day, which was many, many years ago, if a person was shot, we never saw blood. We saw the person fall on the floor. That was a bit far-fetched in those days, you know, to keep it from being gory. But today's movies have got to stop. Stop the violence. Stop the gunshots in the head with the brains blowing out and the blood flying all over the place. It's just not necessary. It doesn't make the story good. It just makes it gory. And it teaches young kids to be desensitized where they get a gun and they shoot. Maybe that's why we have so many killings in the high schools and elementary schools today and churches and synagogues. It's because people think that they could just get again. Look how nice I'm shooting everybody. Boom, 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 boom. Look, his head blew out. Well, I got that one in the eye. Look, his face fell apart. That's not entertainment. That's, that's just sensationalism. 
Years ago, we wrote stories, good stories, stories that were important, stories that taught us to be better citizens. Today, the movies, not all, but some, teach us to be violent, angry, prejudiced. In the meantime... What? We watched a great movie last night. Yes. It was well, very, I, very that, good. That was a message movie also. I know, but it was a very good movie. It was called Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. It was kind of like more of like a ladies' film, I guess you would say. No, it was a Cinderella story like a about Cinderella an old story lady. about a lady who wanted a Christian Dior dress. But Cindy Lady Lake, I don't know if you've seen it, but you will love it. So will you be, Claudia. It's fabulous. But the message there was that wealthy people are terrible, mean, snobby people. And they really hurt hardworking class people. And in the end, well, I'm not going to give the story away, but you realize that being a poor person, a working class person, is far more respectful than being a nasty, rich, uh, think who the hell you are person. It was still a fun movie. It was I enjoyed it. I, but I got the message. The message is today that we hate rich people. Some jerk was on Facebook saying, um, what did he say? Anyway, he I said, all, all, just, all rich do, people do should be... Uh, I don't want to bring any no, of that I, don't up. I know, but this is an entertainment. This I, is I'm, I'm entertaining people right now. <laughs> I'm telling them what I think. Well, no. It's, it can't always be gay and laughter, I know, Jimmy. But we, We're not morons. We are people on the planet today. I know, but that's just too I want to say it. Can You, you want to fire me? Fire me. I'll leave the show right now, and you can have the show, and you can say whatever the hell you want to say. It's just, it wasn't on Facebook. It was on TikTok, I TikTok. think. He said that all rich people should be eliminated. Which is terrible. Eliminated why? This is what America is about. America offers us the opportunity to live well. We all have beautiful homes and beautiful cars because we've worked hard for them. Actually, Cindy Lately says that's a remake, that movie, because Angela, Angela Lansbury did it. Oh, but I'm sure when Angela Lansbury did it, it didn't have a message. She said she saw it. Anyway, you would love it. You would like it. You a lot. And hey, B. Claudia, we're doing really good. Let me turn that light. You know, you put it on. And, uh, and um, I think that uh, it's all fun, and it was a good movie, and it was Academy Award nominated, and we never saw it. And uh, and so I think it's all fun. And also, I want to say uh, again to Don Hinton. So Joe, Joe Kelly showed up with Don Hinton's house and gave her a bunch of Clam Hotel 2 stuff for her birthday, which I thought was really nice. Joe Kelly went to her house and gave her what, what kind of clown hotel Susa? Like a copy of the movie, an autographed pair of like the military boots that were in it, and autographed posters and all kinds of stuff. So I thought that was cool. Clown Hotel 2, you guys, it's out now. You can get it. Uh, you can see Ron as General Milan in it. And uh, it's a fun, cult classic y kind of a film. It's not the greatest film ever, but it's a fun film. And uh, it's developed, definitely got like a cult following. So it's a lot of fun. And I think you guys will like it. And so, there. I'm not going to speak anymore because you're now editing what I say. That's a communist move. I'm not a communist, and I don't <laughs> want to be around a communist. And are you a communist? No, I'm not a communist. Well, then why are you editing my comments? Anyway, you guys, we're going to bring on our first guest in just a minute. One of them is here now, but I want to like wait for another one to come. And uh, oh, and everybody's saying how cool with Dawn, so that's great. And um lady lake said yes it's her cup of tea that film you enjoyed the film though in general i liked the performance the acting was good i'm not happy with the way they portrayed the euro trash as they call them you know one guy was a marquee 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 and it just showed wealthy people as being hideously rotten people 
And I've met many of those people in Europe and all over the world, and they're not like that at all. They're not snobs or or that kind of aristocracy. They portrayed it in 1957. In 1957, were the, were the Europe trash snobs? I don't remember. I lived in Europe in 1958. I lived in Italy for quite a while. Don says she loved you in the movie, though. What movie? In the movie, in Clam Hotel, too. She said you look great. Yeah. Oh. You look just like now. So here's what we're going to do. Yeah, you saw me and you didn't. I mean, come on. So you guys, we have a really great, great, great R&B group coming on. Uh, I like to call them a boy band, but they're not really a boy band. Their name is High Five. Uh, they were like super, super, super stars. Um, they were superstars in the uh, in the 80s and 90s, and now they're out touring today like Stevie B and all our other friends. We're going to play one of their songs real quick, and then when we come back, we're going to um, actually uh, start talking to them. Yeah. So let's play. So this is their, their biggest song that they had. It went to number one. It's called I Like the Way the Kissing Game. And this is High Five, and as soon as we get back, we'll be online with the guys. So enjoy, everybody. High Five, I Like the Way.
right, everybody, that was High Five, and now we're going to bring the guys in uh, who can join us today. Let's see who we got, and let's say hello. Hey, 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 everybody, how you doing? What's good? Hey, what's, hey, good? Hey. what's up? What's up? So we have Mac, we have Chris, and we have Tristan. Chris, uh, is there any way to lighten you up a little bit? I got to change my skin color for that one. I'm just, I'm no, no, I mean like a light light, just so you're not so dark. No, uh, I'm, in, uh, I'm in my office. My office is kind of dark in here. Okay, okay. I'm so uh, now that I know that all you guys are here, uh, let me do a, a quick intro. All right, everybody, now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, Pratness, Platinum Selling Recording Superstars High Five. Hello and welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm, I'm excited to have you guys. I actually, up, I, I was listening to High Five all day you yesterday. Fucking introduce me at this point. Yes. So I, <laughs> I hate it. Today, if I beat him up on the show, don't get upset. Do it. What's up? Do it. What's up, Trust? So, today, he's annoying me. I'm going to get him. So this is my cool, outrageous co-host, I Ron just, Russell. I just want to say something. Why did your music ever stop? God damn it. Your music I mean, is shit. fabulous. We try, we try, we try, to figure that, we try to figure that out ourselves. No, <laughs> I sat here just enjoying it and remembering the day. I, rem I used to love DeBarge and you guys. That sound was so beautiful, romantic, relaxing, so, you know, you know what I mean, a little pot, a little music. It was nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you, Ron, man. Well, I really appreciate that. I we, love your we, music. I love it. Thank I love you it. so I love much. It. I love it. I love thank it. You. Thank you. Thank you. I love it. God damn it. Why isn't it back? Thanks, Ron. Why isn't it back? So The so, shit that we got today, all that crazy stuff with killing and beating mm -hmm. and all that, they talk. They don't even know how to sing. Listen, yeah, Ron's listen, not a big fan of that. No, <laughs> you guys knew how to harmonize. Did you hear the harmony in there? The, the <laughs> voice was beautiful. The music was beautiful. The rhythm is beautiful. The video was classy. It wasn't cheesy and trashy like now they're shaking their asses naked. You know what I mean? Get the fuck out of here with that crap. No, you're, you're, I love you guys. That's so, thank you. We have a chat room filled up with people, so uh, say hi to everybody in the chat room. And uh, hi, hi everybody in the chat room. It'll get it'll get it'll get more it'll get more built up as 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 we go on since we're just coming on. So so let me see. So actually, where is where do you guys all live now? Where are you guys calling us from? Tristan, you're in New York or someplace, right? Yeah, yeah. The other guy's trying to fix his light. All right. <laughs> well, that's well, lightening up. I thought he was going to do like Michael Jackson. <laughs> I need his face to look like a Swedish man. <laughs> I love that. So, Mac, how about you? Where are you calling us from? Or where do you I'm, I'm calling from Texas. Waco, Texas is that. Oh, there you go. Which is where actually High Five was founded, right? You guys that's were correct. founded in Waco, Texas. That's correct. That's I correct. Remember, I remember your music so well. Man, I really appreciate it, you know, and, and, and I'm glad to hear that. Oh, really? My daughter was growing up in that era, and I was very selective of the music that my kids listened to as they were growing up, and your uh, group was one of them that was definitely allowed because it's just such good music. I mean, why did it go away and the junk came in? What happened, boys? Give um, me the you guys know. Tell me the truth. I just think that I think that what happened was it's just time, you know, you know, um, you know, generations, you know, babies grow up and then they, they create, you know, they, they're born with different minds and different uh, create. I, I don't, I don't buy that. Put it out. 
No, no I'm Justin. Saying, you know why? <laughs> what do you want me to say? What's you up? know why? You know why I don't buy that? If you go to why? Europe, the young people in Europe still know what Madame Butterfly, the opera, is because in Europe, music never ages. They still sing Domenico Madonna's Volare. The music in Europe just never goes away. They were the young. But, but we're talking about. But we're talking about. We're talking about. But we're talking about. We're, we're talking about Joseph, different countries, the right? The, wait, wait, wait! You didn't. You wait, didn't different, 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 different countries. Different, different countries. Different countries. Different countries. You know, like, 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 say, like, if you go to a foreign country somewhere, the way they look at sex and stuff like that. It's different from the way Americans may look at sex and stuff like that, too. You know, that you go to no, Europe. Sex is and, you and, you no, 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 but it's what I'm saying. But it's what I'm saying, though. But it's what I'm saying. You go to Europe, you go to Europe, you go to Europe, and what, 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 what they call out there that may be taboo out here may not be like that in Europe, you know? So it's all about where no, you're from. No, I, I still want to. No, I lived in Europe and I know yeah. the difference. You go to Germany and you go to a wedding, they don't play hip hop. They still play the umpapa, umpapa. Oh, I hate stuff. that shit. That's you know just I mean? terrible. But they, it, it's called a tradition. America is a cast, throw it away country. We buy it, it breaks, we throw it away. And we do the same thing with music like yours. We enjoy it, and then the producers say, oh, no, we got to make okay, something yeah, else to grab the young one. It's the producers of music's fault that you guys are not still out there being the top number one that you always are. I'm pissed about it. Yeah, th that could be some truth to it. I I'll say that, but I think there's different elements that caused it to change. Um, you know, as far as, like he said, the parents, the parents allowed the kids to listen to certain things, like just like what you said. Um, you know, when your parents stop monitoring what you're listening to, they stop monitoring what you say and what you see, now you're exposed to a lot more things at a different age. And um, let's not mention the internet, you know, just like yeah, you said, it's, it's, true. It's, it's true. You know, trust him. He's, he's in his car, he's working on it. It's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have a question. But no, 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 again, again, again. Your music is civilized, your music is beautiful. Can you say that about the music of today? Some you, of it. No, no. But, but run, run, run. Listen to me. Listen to me. We are of a different generation. So it, it, it goes to say like what we like and what we appreciate, this new generation, these different cultures now, they have different expectations. And of course, we don't have to agree with it. We just try to have to understand. Um, but, no. If but, it, if, hang on. Wait, wait. Well, I want to finish this off. If a producer had the balls to produce you today, I know that you would have millions and millions of people loving your music because nobody hey, Ron, call me. You, huh? No way. No, you, hey, Chris is back. You look awesome, dude. No I love way. that. Nobody's going to tell me that your music still doesn't play today. Oh, yeah. We, we still get played. Yeah. We still oh, get played. I don't play the like me. I mean, with the young kids. The young kids yeah, are no, They play the music. They play, they play us all the time. Actually, on the radio all the time. And we doing shows and we gigging. And, 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 and you know, we always being introduced to, to uh, a whole new audience all the time. You know, music changes, bro. Music don't stay the yeah, same. Music, we have to yeah, be able, not, have to, be able to, to. Who performs today like Ashford did? Or DeBarge. Who performs today? They do. 
No, wait a yeah, minute. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the point I'm actually, bringing actually, out. Actually, we ain't have. We actually we did a show not too long ago with uh with the bard. So it, it was pretty. It I was, mean, we had the, the best. Bard, so it was we, pretty good. When, right, so let's go when talk you about guys, it. When you guys were flying high, we happy, had ha- happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to my man Stevie B too. Happy birthday! Oh yeah, happy birthday, happy birthday Stevie, Stevie B. B. Actually, happy birthday! So we we actually went to like a throwback free free freestyle concert about two weeks ago here in, in we're in Palm Springs, Palm Springs, California, and uh, it was Stevie B, Trenier, TKA, all the best, Taylor is. Dane. Uh, what a uh, show. I, it was a great, great show. And we had a good time. And I know you guys headline a bunch of shows like that also. Actually, I, I actually I remember, saw I remember a couple, I remember a couple a couple, uh, couple well, years ago. Mac, remember we did we used to we used to do shows with Stevie B yep. and Taylor Dane on on, yep. the, on the top 40 radio station shows. Yes, uh, yes, sir. Little Susie, cover girls. Everybody, he has a radio show now. I, what is it? A podcast. A podcast show. He's trying to bring back that that sound of music again. I think that where, where are we going to go from rap? Mute. We're just going to stand there going. <laughs> I mean, where are you going to go after rap? You got to go back. Actually, so hold on. Like, I want to. You know what? I could jump in on that one because okay, because you know, for me being on the background from being in rap music for a long time, what's going on, brothers? How you doing? All right. And All uh, right. me being in that, and I had these guys right, on my going, show brother? a couple of times, and I went to their show at the winery, which was great. You know, they still they still got it, even though um, Tristan was saying he's old, but the brother was still <laughs> dancing on the floor, making some moves. And uh, the girls are still throwing their panties up at the stage. <laughs> so you can still see these things happening. And some of us have to give them the platform to do that. Like right. uh, we do that H-Squad Radio with them. And like how you guys are doing it now. Absolutely. The point that I'm trying to He's just upset because he doesn't like the music today and he wishes he could hear you guys all the time. I'm just saying that great, anything wonderful never goes out of style. It comes back. Right, right. It'll come back. Your music will come back. It has to because we can't go any further. After rap, we're going to do what? Machine guns. That's it. A guy gets a machine gun. And that's the song. Machine gun song. So I want to talk about them, though. I want. I don't want to talk about rap because they're not rap No, stars. I'm not talking about rap. Now, what about Johnny Mantis and Peggy Lee? I still love Johnny Mantis. I play him in my house all the time. And I'm, you know how many generations away from Johnny Mantis? I'm 83 years old. I mean, I'm a, I've been in music forever. I was around with, you want to talk about a black group? How about the ink spots? If I didn't <laughs> care for you. I go, I go way back in music. <laughs> you guys, I'm in you guys' age demographic, so I want to talk about it a little bit. Um, first of all, you guys were signed to Jive Records. I think I wrote it down in 1989. Everybody was on, everybody who was anybody was on Jive Records. That was like the label. Even Backstreet Boys, NSYNC. Every, I call you guys a boy band, but I know you're really an R&B group. Do you get offended by boy band or is boy band? No, okay? not at all. Not at all. I think that we can fit both of those categories. Um, you know, to be honest, respect to Jive. We were Jive's first R&B group that signed and released. So, you know, we were kind of like the the first uh, child, and they bloomed us right. So we, we led the way for NSYNC and Backstreet and Britney and all of them before they got the job. I, I mm-hmm. like, love it. And so... But they mm-hmm. didn't do it like this, mm-hmm. They did it their way. I mean, That's they harmonized the different, it's but it's not, not the, the same. same. Are you Mac, are you the lead? 
I'm not the lead. Nah, I, I am the only original still live. Uh, well, still active. I'll say that. <laughs> Which is fantastic. So you know, you know actually all the stories. So I have a question. What's the biggest group that you ever sang in front of? Like, what's your biggest audience? It has to be huge. Man, you know this is a true story. Uh, we were in Europe, and uh, we were doing some shows there, and new kids were performing also. They invited us to their show and they let us see them backstage, the whole, you know, the whole red carpet. But um, new kids were awesome, man. I mean, I have never heard a crowd so loud that you can't even hear the music the entire performance. Yeah. We're good friends with BNGB. You know who she is? Yes, I do. I do. BNGB is on my Facebook page today. She just recorded a new album. And good. she's singing the good music also. And right. in private conversations with Angie, she also believes that music has gone not where it should, that it should have been. <laughs> I'm serious. So now we have, how many people we have that are agreeing with us? No, well, no, we, listen, 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 no, but, but it's, it's, it's our, it's our demographic, right? So we were into relationships and emotions and love. Now these new people, you know, relationships will fly by night, hit it and quit it. So that's what they sing about, you know. Hit it and quit it. I, I never heard it. that, but I that's very good. Hit it and quit it. Yeah. Right. I want to. I want to go back to Chris for a second. So now I've got this whole thing figured out in my head. So originally, you guys, we were going to have the the Violators. They got one of the most popular radio shows in the world coming on, and. Uh, and then we switched to High Five, but you're with the Violators show, right? You're not actually a member of High Five. You're with the Violators. Well, I, I auditioned for them, but they didn't take me. <laughs> oh, okay. okay so now, now, now I'm understanding it all. So <laughs> you want to say I'm, with, I'm with the Violators show, but um, like I said, we've been around each other for a while. It goes back from when High Five first came down. Um, I've been around with some of the popular, you know, DJs in New York City, Red Alert. So we've been around these guys for a long, long time with Jive. And also we had artists that was on Jive, like um, I think Tribe Called Quest, uh, mm -hmm. some of those guys that was working with us. And then uh, one of the guys who was one of the founders of Violators was actually the president, or his brother was the president, Dave Lighty, was the president with Jive. And we had a lot of other artists that was working with Jive, uh, Independent Records, Fat Joe, I think. Um, I love know. Fat Joe. <laughs> so many I had different people. I have to tell you, I still have it. I have a playlist of all my favorite songs from growing up on my on iTunes. You know, like I I made a, a playlist of all the songs I downloaded. I don't remember the name of the song, but I had I lived in in West Palm Beach in uh, Fort Lauderdale, and I had a 1975 Pontiac uh, Granville convertible. Uh, with a big boombox in the back, and I used to go blasting around the neighborhood. And I he only, was so cool. I only played the Fat Joe song in it all the time. Like I love Fat I Joe. I was from Brooklyn, baby. That's cool. Oh, wait, Chris, where are you from? Chris, where are you from? I'm um, from Harlem, New York. Okay, he's from Harlem. Where, where, where are you from? Harlem. He just Harlem. Said. Good. That's that's North Bronx. Where are you from? <laughs> he's in Waco, Texas. Waco, yep. Texas. Right. Wow, so like I was from, I was from Red Hook, Brooklyn. So start okay. to shudder. If, any, if I told that fifty years ago, if I told people I was from Red Hook, they'd say you're mafia, because that's what <laughs> that's what the mafia started, you know, in yeah, Red Hook. Down near the down near the boat near the piers. Right down by yeah. the piers. That's right, baby. You know it. No, I think so. Waco's got two 
things that they're famous for. That crazy guy who killed everybody and high five. <laughs> you, know, you know, there's a new TV series about that. I haven't seen I know, it. I know, I know. Well, you know, there's one or two other things we, we do. Um, we, we, we give credit here. Uh, you got Baylor University. Oh, and you, cool. Yep. And you and you have uh, Jim, uh, Chip and Joanne. You know, they, they run Magnolia and the building show here. So they're pretty popular and they're changing a lot of things here in the city. Yeah. I like, love it. Mac, so, Mac, are you married? I'm not. I'm not married. Oh, 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 I got a girl for you. <laughs> you probably know her. She's gorgeous. And her name is Cece Peniston. Do you know Cece Peniston? Wow, I know Cece. Cece and I are she's really looking good. looking for a husband, Mac. Call her up. <laughs> well, you know. She's, she's a, a very of good buddy of mine. And, and ours. I, ours. And I said to her, I said, uh, would you ever date a white man? She said, no, I like the brothers. I said, okay, <laughs> what does he have to look like? And she said, tall and thin. You're a brother and you're tall and thin. I Give am. If Cece a call yeah, yeah, you gotta like and tell her out. what I said, it's a good way to start a conversation. I, I promise you, I will. I will. I definitely will have do you that. Seen how, have you seen how gorgeous she is now? No, I know. I just saw a recent picture of her a couple of weeks ago, and I was really surprised. I was like, Oh no, she's good. Yeah, yeah. Her, her yeah. She's coming to Palm Springs soon. We're going to see her. She's dropped dead in person. She got more beautiful with age. She's I agree. Beautiful, beautiful woman. Hold on, I want to go and back. Beautiful inside. I want to go back real quick to Chris. A good girl. So, so you Angie guys, the, good the Violators Radio Show is on Saturdays. I don't know. Tell everybody about about the where the show is. So I want to so say thank you guys for inviting us to his. Um, most of us couldn't get on because um they have other obligations. But we yeah, we on Saturday every Saturday from three from four to six. Um, every Saturday on Eight Squad on Rebel Radio, Eight Squad on YouTube, any social media, and if you download the app for Eight Squad Radio. Rebel Radio, you could uh, have it live in your car, on your radio, on your TV, and any of those things. Um, we're trying to be like you guys, like Jimmy and Ron, because you know we're, we're like diarrhea. We're all over. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to follow your footsteps, you know, and, and, and we we appreciate that you invite us here, especially to Are have a high five. I'm so happy to have you guys on. Listen, whatever happened to Debarge? All this love play is them. waiting for you. That song, I. I got divorced on that song. My wife. No. <laughs> yeah. And I was driving. Well. I was kidnapping my children to take my daughters away from that bitch. She's a real fucking cop. Anyway, well, don't, don't get was, yourself convicted, man. I was, <laughs> I was driving to Florida and the DeBarge was playing All This Love Is Waiting For You. I was crying, tears down my cheeks, and my daughter said, Daddy, what's the matter? I said, I just love this song. It makes me cry. So wait a second. I, I want to go back. I wanna well, wait, whatever happened to DeBarge? They're still around. They are? Why don't we yeah, have yeah. 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 just said they played with them. Yeah, played? yeah. Deba yeah, Elder Barge is still performing this day. Yeah. I would love to. Let's ask them on the show, okay. Jim. We can do that. So I want to go back, though. So first of all, the first album was produced by Teddy Riley. Teddy Riley is freaking, like, awesome, totally amazing. I have to tell you, though, my favorite High Five song, and, and I listened to it about 50 times yesterday, is She's Playing Hard to Get. And I don't know why, but that is, like, my jam. Uh, I, like, love it. I know it wasn't as successful uh, as the kissing game, but but to me, that's like my favorite one. Do you have a favorite song that you guys play? Like when you perform it, is there one that the, you like? The one the that best? we just played, I love. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, with, with me, I, it, it just depends on what mood I'm in and what I'm going through at the time. But, you know, obviously I have several favorites. Um, 
Sure. There, there's one on, on our second album, though. It's called Whenever You Stay. That's one that I play pretty frequently, you know, and, and it's an up-tempo song. It keeps me in a great mood. Yeah. I also say, uh, just to brag a little, you guys, they also had... Oh, wait, before you go there, I want to say one thing. I'm going to ask Mac this question. Would you go see Johnny Mantis perform? Of course I would. Of course Even I would. you're a different generation. Hello. He no, was no, way I, before you were born, and yet you'll go see Johnny. So why can't the young jerk offs today go hit listen to your fucking music? They do though. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I don't well, hear your music. No, it, it's just that mainstream, you know, uh, radio. They 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 cater to their audience, their focused audience. So you know, the young people are more attentive. And, you know, we're grown now. We're working. We got other stuff to do. We're not listening to the radio all day. So they just cater to what audience that, that's focused right. on. Well, let's tell, the right. tru- let's tell the truth. If you gave the radio station 50000 under the table, oh, they'd play you. Now you need more like Whatever the amount is, they'd play you forever. Right, right. Well, I mean, then that's, that's still payola. I'd like let's to believe... No, no, I agree. But listen to what I'm saying now. My music is 30 years old, you know, no, 30 years young. <laughs> I, I, well, we'll we'll say that also. But what I'm saying is we understand that people, you know, grow and change. And so as an artist, I will never degrade, to, you know, other artists music. I just don't agree with everything that's okay, happening. Matt, Matt mm-hmm. I how old were you when you ate the first slice of pizza? Oh boy, <laughs> I was I, I was a small kid. I'm sure. Okay, do you still eat pizza? I still eat pizza. Do you still enjoy eating pizza? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, it's the same thing with your music. This is my point. We've got to stop with this. It's old. It's out. It's no more. It's not in. It's bullshit. Music is for everyone forever. Music is the only thing that is not a racist. Music right. belongs to all everyone. of us. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Ron, Ron, I would say this though. Ron, I would oh. say this. I would say that just like that slice of pizza that you use, yeah. we don't eat it every day like we did when we was five or four. Right. Or six, ten, eleven. We eat it once a week, maybe once a month because because our digestive system don't change. And you take the same thing as music. <laughs> you know, we you take the same thing as music. We still like the music, but do we hear it every day? You know, are we got right. like, well, you know, it's funny. Well, I'm, I'm, that we have- uh, I'm fighting with you to defend your group. Violators radio show. He's in the group. Oh, you have a radio show. Oh my god, where so are you? What? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> hey, what are you listen? I can't even find my dick sometimes when I have to be. <laughs> oh boy. 83 years old ain't easy. You have a radio. I, I imagine. Chris, yeah, I imagine. So play their friggin' music every day. We do. That's what I'm saying. It's no, platform, they, it's platforms like this. <laughs> it's, so it's, platform, it's platforms like this that gives them the opportunity to say, yo, we still here. And we still got new music. And we got shows coming up. So, like, when they have a show or something coming up, we ask them to come see. Especially when they're in the New York City area, we ask them to come through, announce where they're going to be at. So we show them that we do play their music, that we do still be involved with them. Okay. And then we go to the show, and then we show live that we there at the concert at the show showing that we still listen to their music and music and, still alive. That's what we did for the Stevie B so concert. So, Chris, right. now tell our viewing audience and listening audience, how do they get to your radio station to hear the hi-fi? 
No, not to I, hear the high five, I, to hear their show. Well, don't hear the show so they can hear high five. Listen, if they're not playing his music, don't even watch their his show. Their show's like our show. <laughs> no, just go to his show only when the high five is on. If they're not on, don't even watch No, they're the greatest show ever, anyway. Tell them one more time. Thank you, thank you Jimmy. No, I pay you, Jimmy. Get it. But listen, um, once again, we on A Squad Rebel Radio. That's that's the station that we on. It's the Valley's Radio Show podcast. They call it Vodcast yeah. now. But um, we, like we said, we listen to all the music. We we bring other older artists that used to be on. Um, we had the stylist, not the stylist. We had um, Allure on there. We had um, I love the stylistics. Ladies, ladies of Sky. We had on the radio show. So we take everyone and bring it to the radio, so they can still say they still relevant. In our in our community, they're still relevant on the radio. They're still relevant on podcasts, and the podcasters are are doing things that the regular radio stations cannot do. That's right, right, right. I, right. I have to say though, I like, uh, and I know that streaming isn't really good because when you stream, the artist doesn't really make any money, but it does give people a way to hear your music all the time really easily. Because like I have my favorite playlist, you can make your own playlist, and right. I can just you know play just you guys. Um, so I do like that a lot, uh, even though I think it's terrible because you don't really make any. Because you got to, I don't know how many streams, but it's like you know, okay. a million streams. New for subject. 10 bucks. New subject. Okay. When I was a little boy in elementary school, we had a thing called music appreciation, and right. the teacher would bring a Victrola. That's what they called them, Victrola, into the room, and she'd put on Debussy or Tchaikovsky to teach us about music. Okay. They mm -hmm. should bring back. They took that out of schools, you know, because of budget, which is bullshit. So Biden, get some fucking money from your son and give it to the school, <laughs> and give it to the school so they could bring music back. We must teach the young children music. Your right. music, Barbara, Barbara Streisand's music, Johnny Mantis's music, all music. Because what is the most beautiful thing besides orgasm? sexual orgasm, <laughs> music. Music you have to have with an orgasm to have really a good orgasm. I know Johnny Mantis. I've been in Johnny's co company a lot of three or four times. And I did say to Johnny one time, I said, you know, you got more people knocked up than anybody. Everybody <laughs> had chances are in the car and they took a chance and they got pregnant. I said, so Johnny Mantis was responsible for more birth. Uh, so, I, I want to brag a little. Let me brag a little. So, so here's some other things, you guys. So high five, besides having my favorite, like, because well, she's playing hard to get to my favorite, but she had, they had uh, a song called Unconditional Love on the Menace to Society soundtrack and Never Should Have Let You Go on Sister Act 2 soundtrack because he loves love Sister it. Act movies. Love like, it. Love like, it. they're like fabulous. And I, I know you guys are touring around a lot now. Uh, I actually mm -hmm. wrote down, because you got a really big show um, Saturday, May 27th, the You and Me and R&B Benefit Show with uh, Tyrese, which you yep. won't know Tyrese from his music, but he's the star of all the Fast and Furious movies. And uh, uh, Nivea, Rough Bands, Adina Howard. Adina Howard, actually, I worked with her. Uh, uh, I, I got her a record deal like many years ago. Wow. Yeah. Adina's a sweet person, man. She's We've been touring a lot of dates with her lately as well. So she's another 90 artist who's still out here and and thriving as well. So yep. I wrote down too, though, some of the other people that you guys uh, have like done stuff with. And this is kind of like basically like a who's who of the most famous people from your genre, which, which actually, before I say that, so they call it New Jack Swing. I don't know that I actually ever got like what exactly, actually, maybe Chris, maybe you can even answer. So what does that actually mean, New Jack Swing? Don't 
I'm going to move it back. Oh, what is new? I don't understand. Cause new Jack swing. You saw like a lot of different movies with stuff about it, but it was seemed like it was a more of a variety of kind of music. Uh, well, it's, it's, it's the music. It's almost for us. Like, it, um, you know, that's the stuff that Teddy Riley started pushing around. Yeah. And, and it was that era when he had the high fives and them coming out. And that was that swing. It's almost like that hip hop bebop swing back in the mm -hmm. early twenties. Mm -hmm. And they had that movement that, that everyone's listening to that music that almost sound the same, but had different artists doing something different about it. So that was the New Jack Swing era. Is that is that kind of though like like you would have like um like Silk or I don't mm -hmm. know H Town or those guys? I don't know. Are they considered New Jack Swing or not? They they're on the cusp of it. They're on the yeah, cusp of yeah, okay. Because yeah. I know you guys like Drew Hill is one of my favorites of all time. Like Drew Hill is uh, they got like a song that wasn't ever a hit, but it's just a song I like a whole bunch. Uh, you know, that I listen to all the time and Soul For Real and Bobby Brown, you know, actually right. they were all asking if you like have ever done anything with Bobby Brown. Have you guys toured with Bobby Brown at all? Oh, yeah, we've done a lot of show. Actually, we got one with Bobby coming up next month also. Yeah, uh, I, think, I think no, we're in California. Ask, okay. I want to ask. Oh, you, that's where we are. Go. I want, we can't stay on the same subject for two. No, yes, you can you put people to sleep. No, because this is what everybody in the chat room is <laughs> asking questions about. Also, like, so. uh so Gen Genuine is part of that, 112. How about some of these other people? I think I saw on your Instagram, you guys, which, by the way, the Instagram for High Five is official High Five, H-I-F-I-V-E. Uh, yeah, H -I -F -I -V -E. yeah. You know, that yeah. goes with, like, Tone Loke, Sugar Hill Gang, Tretch, J.J. Fad, the 69 Boys, Kid and Play, Digital Underground, and Sir Mix-A-Lot, which, like, which is kind of, like, a little bit different also because that's not such the R&B thing. That's more like the, the hip-hop Right, thing. right. Well, you know, that's what I was going to say. New Jack Swing was kind of like the transition in between R&B and hip hop. You know, you could use 808s and up-tempo tracks and still have rhythm and blues over it. So that's kind of what Teddy was doing. Um, you know, he started out with Keith Sweat and uh, Johnny Kemp, and, and we were one of the first ones. So New Jack Swing was like the start of that whole era where... You know, it wasn't just slow music about love. New, New Jack was about having a good time, being able to dance, and also seeing over good music. Mm -hmm. So is no, Teddy Riley in Blackstreet, right? Wasn't he in Blackstreet? Correct. Yes. He's, uh -huh. is like one of the greatest songs like ever. <laughs> you know, like it's I have Going back to BNGB, she wrote a song called Love. Mm. And Jimmy, Jimmy and I, I married him, imagine. I must have been out of my friggin' mind or loaded on drugs or something. But anyway, <laughs> Angie B wrote that song for Jimmy and I, and I hope she put love on her album. It is the most beautiful song. It's on the last album. Oh, it is? Uh, but she puts it on the new one that she's it's just not going to put it on the new one. Why not? We have to. Listen, <laughs> what did you think of Elvis Presley? What did you think of Elvis Presley? Uh, you Over, know, I overrated, <laughs> right? <laughs> I, you know, I, I listened to some of his music. I wasn't his biggest fan. Um, Me neither. You know, and, and I'm not, no disrespect to him. It's just that as I learned about where that style of music came from and what they were doing with it at that time, I felt like there were a few more artists who should have gotten their just due as well. I agree. So, yeah, much yeah. respect to Elvis and, and the people's music that he did use. <laughs> so, Chris, uh -huh. so, Chris, then let's go to you. Like, so what are some of the the since you grew up in a hip hop kind of like a, with a hip hop background, who were some of the like big influential people that you either worked with or liked a lot? Even who did you listen to a lot? Well, um, like I said, I, I, I was working with um, Cool DJ Red Alert, one, one of the 
pioneers in hip hop. So I was with him for like almost 40 years, just being with him from carrying How records. How old are you? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm 60. Oh, you look great. All right. So, but, um, you know, working with him, then working with artists like a Tribe Core Quest. I used to be a role manager for them. Yeah. Um, working with the Jungle Brothers, the Native Tongue, Queen Latifah, De La Soul. I love them. So, so those guys, oh, um, being around Fat Joe when he first came to Revitivity, being Joe. with him, working with his first album, Chi Ali. So it's been numerous people, Busta Rhymes, these the Blue School. Uh, oh, let's look at this, though. Okay, mm -hmm. so I went to the Source Awards when it was in South Beach. I got invited yeah. to the Source Awards. And and then I was like, uh, you sit wherever they want you to sit, you know. So I got to sit with everybody, and then I then I went into the pit, and we were in the pit right at the front of the stage, and Buster Rhymes jumped in um, and hung out with us, and he's like the coolest guy ever. Like he was so, everybody was so, like you would never know, even though these are people who sold millions of records and they're cool, no egos, they were all just cool as shit, you know, hanging out with all of us. And then I went to a party, uh, it was LL an LL Cool J party. And uh, uh, and he had you know all those like guard people around and everything, but like we got to go and it was it was like one of the best experiences I've ever had, like hanging out with everybody. And we met everybody, Russell Simmons. I mean, I met like everybody. It was like a who's who of everybody in hip hop, and it was the coolest thing ever. Did you guys ever go to the Source Awards in any of them? Um, we we didn't necessarily do Source Awards. We did like Soul Train Awards, uh, yeah. Billboard's Awards, I mean, and you oh, know those. Right. Are remember listen i want to say something and this is going to sound really like a white man trying to blow smoke up a black man's ass but what can i tell you you guys have got to have the greatest award ever given to the black race and her name is patty labelle oh yeah you guys like patty labelle that's a good i like that i like that mm -hmm. i love and adore that woman i and i've never met her but I'm good friends with Sister Sledge, Patty Sledge. No, Kathy, Kathy Sledge. Kathy Sledge. We, lived okay. in, we lived in the next town. She lived in Newtown. We lived in Doylestown. And I invited Patty and her husband, Kathy and her husband over for dinner. She said, oh, gee. She said, can I bring Patty LaBelle? So I almost fell to the floor. <laughs> I said, I'm not a stroke. I, am I going to ask her to sing for her supper? Maybe I would. So anyway, <laughs> here I am worrying, what am I going to do to cook for Patty? Because she's a cook, you know, Patty LaBelle. Right. Right. And those friggin' pies weigh 30 pounds each. They're delicious. I love the cobbler <laughs> one. So now I'm wondering, Jimmy, what are we going to do? My God, Patty LaBelle's coming. I'm so excited. What happened? We sold the house and we had to move. Oh, boy. We're coming to Palm Springs. Our house here was ready. And I said, what rotten friggin' luck. So Kathy said. We've seen Kathy a bunch, though. So yeah, so she said the next time, the next us. time we're back east. She said, we're going to go and knock on her door. I said, you bet your ass we are. All right, so hold on. I spoke, I want to meet LaBelle. So so go, going back to Mac. So, Mac, uh, you've actually played on stage with freaking, like, everybody. Uh, it's like a who's who of, like, the biggest people in R&B, basically, and hip-hop, really. Um, is there anybody who's, like, on a bucket list that you have not had a chance to perform or be on a tour with that you think, oh, my God, they could be living or dead. Let's even say living or dead. Who would you – uh, and then you think about it, Chris, because I'm going to say the same thing to you as since you're an interviewer, uh, like who, uh, anybody living or dead that you could like interview uh, and you could take your pick, who would you want to do? So Mac, you go first. All right. Um, I, I was always a Michael Jackson fan, Jackson five also. And uh, that, that was just like my, my, my favorite goal is to, to meet Mike and to perform with him. We never got a chance to, uh, I think we were at some event and he was, per he was present 
we never got a chance to cross paths with him. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. I actually saw when I was in college, the victory tour, like I went and, uh, it was like the most expensive. I had to save up for like six months to afford the ticket, but it was awesome. It was awesome. It's great to go and see it. All right, right. Chris, your turn. Your turn. You know, um, it's, it's, even though I like to listen to music and everything else, but the person I would want to interview as uh, an interview, I would love to have interview Bernie Mac. Oh yeah, Bernie, Bernie Mac. Oh, Ber Bernie, yeah. Mac. very good comedian actor. Bernie Mac he was in Charlie's Angels, but he died. Uh, yeah. 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 You know, Kings of Comedy and all that. Just, just to him, his input on things, especially um his his life, how he grew up, um, the you know being of, of a of darker skin colored person, how how he was treated even with his own people, with his own black community, um, becoming a comedian and and dealing with his health problems, you know, um, dealing with that type of health problem that he had that was eating up his um lungs, and that that he that he died from. It's, it's a lot that you have to go through, you know, and, and to die so young because of your health issues. That's one of the things I would want to really, really have that conversation with him. I, I think he was he was That's such a talent. No, he was such a the good The reason talent. I just did that, folks, I, I was showing a haircut that I just, my hair's long. I just got it cut because I'm making a movie in June and I play a very famous movie star's father. So I have to look old. I couldn't stand looking at myself look like that anymore. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let me ask you another question then, Matt. Can, can and I don't know if you can say anything about it, yes or no. But it, is there any possibility that High Five's going to release some new music anytime? I wish, the, I wish, I wish. The, well, uh, we, we definitely look forward. Uh, we're, we're always in the studio, you know, trying new things and and trying to keep our, our sound together. So um, we, we have things in the vault. We just need to find the right situation to release it because release a lot of times. A lot of time we, we did some things a couple of years ago and it just it was, the business is so different now that, you know, they, they respect more of the classics. And that's what we focus on now. Oh, I love yeah. that. I think mm -hmm. that's true. And I do think. What, what did you think of club? Club, club music? Club, club music. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you're partying, you know, obviously that that's, a you know, you could definitely stay up and be hyper early. We hours on club music. Right. Good way to lose weight. <laughs> yeah, I agree. He looked like he needs to lose no, weight. weight. When I used to go to the, I, I, listen, I even went to Studio Fifty Four. That's how old mm -hmm. I am. But when I used to go to the clubs, I was thin because you do exercise, you know, doing all that gyration. Um, yeah. I got to tell you guys, <laughs> really something special. And Thank I'm so you. happy you came on our show because I am a fan. I've always been. Thank a fan. you. And um, Chris, what do you? But teach? I want more. I don't want you to go away now, and I'm not going to eat. You know, I, I, I used to have record albums. I don't know what the fuck happened to them. But I don't have any new music of, the, of you guys. How do right. I, how they do don't I, have any. They don't have any new music. No, yeah, yeah, well, it, we, we released an album in 2014. It's called the, um, the EP. And it's with the new lineup. So I don't know if you're really familiar with our story, but we've lost several members along the way. Yes, and, that uh, yeah, so you know, right now we have a new lineup. Uh, myself, Treston, Shannon Gill, uh, Farouk Evans, and Billy Covington. So we, we're the current lineup for High Five, and we, we re released an, uh, a record in 2014. So you can go and find that. Uh, we, it was six six songs on there that we thought were pretty good, and you know, it kind of um, showcased our style and, and the new sound that we have now. Mm -hmm. 
I know it's very difficult to get radio and stuff to actually play anything new just from working with some other artists that I work with as a publicist, you know, mm -hmm. and even though they've had, you know, a zillion hits, you know, radio just only wants to see them the way they were and doesn't want to see any type of evolvement with them. Absolutely. They play it. So I know that's the problem uh, with the, I don't know what you call it, like, but the acts that used to be super famous and, and are still famous and have made such great music, but, but radio just doesn't really give them an opportunity Listen, you don't hear Barbara Streisand on radio. And no. Barbara Streisand was one of the greatest singers of her time. You know? So yeah, I mean, yeah, you, I mean, who gets, who's bigger than Barbara Streisand? Jesus Christ. They know right. her all over the world. She's an international right. super, superstar, <clears throat> like Patty is. But so Chris, you don't hear Barbara. I just want to So what do you actually teach? What, what grade well, do you teach? I'm actually um, a school counselor. So I'm a school oh, counselor. And okay. I, and I, and I'm also have a mental health license along with um, doing a volley radio show. Good for so, you. Oh, but I have to say something about Johnny, Johnny Mantis. He's 86 years old, God bless him. He's still performing to sold out houses. Good, okay. that's good. That's great. You're not going to tell me music is old. No, it, no, it, you, know, it, you know what? You know what happens, guys? Is is people still get to see him because they tour out. They do it, like you said, they tour out. They do all this other stuff. To keep you know a livelihood going, but it's and I, I say this again: it's these <laughs> platforms that we have now, these streaming platforms, exactly. that exactly. he's able to play his EPs on that. That he's able to do a lot of stuff that he couldn't do on mainstream radio because they're not playing this stuff. So, so like with Jug Eyes, when you when you came on, I was listening to High Five Music, watching the video. And I sat there and watched this whole video that I've seen so many times over thirty years that <laughs> I still was intrigued with this. Still intrigued with how they was dancing and massaging themselves behind their back, looking at their video for thirty years <laughs> old ago. No, I felt, I felt the same way you did. Was, you know, we played the video before you came That's on. That's what he's talking right. about. Yeah, I'm talking about it for the people to refreshing people. You know, I, mm -hmm. a lot of old bags out there like me. They're senile. <laughs> so you know, Tristan, <laughs> welcome back, Tristan. And, and but yeah, I, yeah. I felt that that I'm, video. I'm, I'm back. Was, I'm back. You know, that video was as new today as it was thirty years ago. I didn't feel mm -hmm. it was old. The music mm. in any way. So, I didn't feel it was like an old video. So I want to give a shout out just to Tristan. I bet you too. we could fool some of these young jerks today. <laughs> right. these new stupid ass re -release it. Re -release it. it. Re -release it. Right. Like a video with a bunch of young people lip syncing, no, no, and then they'll get no, on the radio. No, I would like <laughs> to show a bunch of these young jerks that video and say, "This is a new group. They just came out. Look at them." And they'll say, "Oh wow, they're cool." But if I say it's a thirty-year-old group, they'll go. Oh, that's my old Tristan, Tristan, real quick, Tristan, real quick. So we asked, we asked Mac and Chris, uh, we asked Mac, like if you, uh, <laughs> if you could have like performed with anybody in history, living or dead, who would you have liked to perform with that you haven't performed with already? Um, <laughs> um I, I probably would like to perform with um, a whole bunch of people, maybe Jackson Five, the Commodores. Oh, Commodores. <laughs> Good group, Commodores. Yeah. Okay. I yeah, also Jackson. I also wrote down in my notes that you actually uh you have a you released a single called Everything back in the, not too long uh, sometime I don't know after 2010 I think and uh, yes and it was really good so you, Trist, Tristan's got a, a song called Everything high five you guys you can follow them on social media and uh, you guys have a website is it I know it's official high five on Instagram and and probably on Twitter too right. Yeah, you know what Twitter is because yeah, I everything, every, everything, everything is official. Everything is official. High five. 
Everything's <laughs> official. And I tell you a little story. And also, when you get a chance, Wait, also, when you get a chance, go check out our, my, check out my He's on the car. Wait, say that one more time. He's gone. No, he's not. No, he's say it one more time. Chris, they, they can't hear you. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Now. for a second. There you I go. Just, I, I was just saying. I, I was just saying. I'm sorry about that. I was just saying that when y'all get a chance, make sure y'all go over to Amazon and go check out my book Hiatus. It explains a whole go. bunch of a whole bunch of ins and outs, and probably can answer a whole bunch of questions that you probably want to want us to answer. We didn't have enough time, but if you go check out the book Hiatus on Amazon.com. Um, it probably tell you a whole bunch of other things that right. myself behind the scenes. Um, get to say. I right, want to right. tell you a little story. We had, I can't give her name because she'll be unhappy, but she's the sister-in-law to the guy that found Motown. Yeah. Okay. She was at our house and we discussed Diana Ross, who I don't care much for. And she agreed. Diana Ross was not the nicest person uh, off of stage. Uh, I, anyway, I said to her, what do you think started Motown? And she said, one woman, Mary Wells. Right, right. And if it wasn't for Mary Wells, none of you guys would be here today. So I think we should have a tribute to Mary Wells. Nothing in the world could ever take <laughs> the place of my guy, my guy. Why don't you do the cover? I think it would be wonderful if we. Actually, I would go to your show and I bring a million old bags with me. I get busloads of whitey, old white heads, and I bring them all. all to your, I mean, it look like a cotton field. But we were I would love to go and just spend four hours of listening to the greatest music of all time. Uh, that, that's on. what we need. Let we me need that a, kind of a show. One more plug for Tristan because in the chat room they wrote it in here. It's called Hiatus. The Tristan Irby story, life in the 90s R&B group, group high five. She's in Germany, and she says she found it. So that's cool. Um, all right. Yes, so, thank you. Thank you. Good looking that's out, what's Germany. up. Good looking out. That's what's up. So you guys, if you're going to be in Las Vegas, get tickets for their Wait, show. Wait, when are you in Vegas? On May 27th. Yeah, we in Vegas May 27th. We in Vegas May 27th with Tyrese. Why don't they hold you over until June 10th? No, that's fine. <laughs> is, there a high five web, is there a high five website or no? Or yes, yes. Everything everything is official high five. Everything is official. Go to the website, okay, officialhighfive.com. You guys can find out. If you follow them on Instagram, you'll see all the uh, shows that they got coming up because they're playing a lot of shows. And uh, Chris, everybody turn, in, turn into the Violators Unlimited radio show. It's Saturdays from 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern time. Is that right? 4 to 6 Yes, sir. Time and you can follow them in social media too. They're the Violators Unlimited, I think. Now let's tell all of our people all over. We have five million, five million people are watching yeah. this show right now. You know that. So let's tell all five million people where they could go and buy just one song of yours. Just one we're asking them to buy, and you guys could retire. Everybody that's watching our show, go out and buy. How can they get your music? Go ahead. All your listeners, listeners right now, do us a favor and go ahead and download one of our favorite songs, which is we have so much, some we have new songs out there as well. So just go and look into High Five. Go to officialhighfive.com and you can purchase all of our music. 
Hey, God, everybody, so let's go. Officialhighfive.com, you guys. That way they get the money because I have a feeling if you go on iTunes, some of the older songs, you guys probably don't even get paid for that. No, you know why I want – you know what? You get paid since. Yeah. Get it directly from them. I want High Five to make $25 million. This way they could do payola for the radio stations to play their music. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the only way. That's the only. well. If we get that twenty-five million, man, you know, we, we might take a hiatus again, right? No, you <laughs> won't. We get that. We get that twenty-five million. We're going to come back Listen, and do a show. For use you it guys. as long as you got it. You guys. you guys got it, so use it. Nah, it's, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna forever keep the classics alive. I promise that, and that's well, what the fans want. Listen, well, one more thing. You owe me, you owe me, all, all of you owe Jimmy and I. The next time you're performing in LA, Compass will be there. <laughs> for sure, oh, no, for sure. Hey, hey, no for problem. Sure. Matter, of fact, matter of fact, um, how far are you guys from? Um, yeah, Sacramento. I think Sacramento's from? about six we're, hours. We're, we're, in Palm, we're in Palm Springs. Oh, yeah, Palm, yes. Okay. Oh, okay. So I think we, right, we're so, going to be like uh, Sacramento area. I think so. That's it's the, it's the Sacramento great. area, right? That's a long way. Yeah, that's up, that's yeah, up in San I thought Francisco. it was Oakland. Yeah, that's up in San Francisco. That's we'll yeah, yeah, I will stay in touch and I'll follow up. And I'm going to just say the Violators <laughs> Unlimited podcast show, you guys, Saturday, 4 to 6 p.m. on 8 Squared, 8 Squad, Rebel Radio TV, all social media outlets. And Matt, call CC. I'm not kidding. She's no, I promise you. Hey, you know what? Listen, <laughs> run. The next time. She's looking for the a next- man. She's looking for a man. Okay, listen. Service is here. <laughs> Do this for me. The next time you see her, tell her I'm looking for. We're gonna see her. Right, we're, we're gonna, gonna see, see her in two weeks. weeks. She's coming in two bet, weeks. Bet, bet, bet. <laughs> All right, we got you covered, dude. So I, I, I appreciate. I'll, I'll pitch her to you. You to her. All right. So hey, I'm okay. Miss you. I'm gonna, Chris. Hey, I'm gonna miss you guys. I'm gonna miss you guys. Get those tickets, man. I'm serious. Absolutely. No, right. no, for real. We'll for real. be in touch. I got your phone number too now, so we'll talk. No doubt. I got you too. I'm, I'm, I'm about to hit you. I'm about to hit you up when we get off. Uh, uh, we got another guest coming. You got to wait an hour. All right. All right. <laughs> hey, but well, thank you so much. Hey, hey, Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah. Thank y'all so much. I was just gonna say, Jimmy, you got your hands full with Run, man. But y'all are great, man. Okay. I'm no sissy faggot. I'll knock, I'll knock his ass right to the friggin' window. I'm from Brooklyn. You don't. That's fuck what's with up. Me. That's right. You don't fuck with me. I'm from Brooklyn. Red Hook. Thank you so so much. Congratulations on all your success. And all right, thank y'all. Y'all have a good day, man. Much respect. Much respect. All right. Stress. One love, bro. All right, Chris, be good, fam. All right, no doubt. Okay. Right. And thank please, you for please. all the thank you for all the music. Thank you so much. All right, y'all have a good day. Nice music. Thank you. All right, all right, all right, guys. Bye bye. I love that group. I love. I love that group. We're gonna play my favorite song from them real quick. Yeah. And the name of the song is called. They're fabulous. She's playing hard to get. This is like one of my favorite like songs of the '80s and '90s. Uh, all-time favorite. So check it out, everybody. This is High Five. She's playing hard to get. Yes,
her But I can feel a crush on me Sorry, uh, uh, we lost it. Uh, we we got in trouble for streaming the video, you guys, which is weird because that's not their biggest hit. And it's um, their music. They they gave us permission to use it, and they still blocked it. Anyway, so that's what she's playing hard to get by High Five. Hopefully, but you stream. heard it. You can hear it, right? Folks? Yeah, everybody know they'll all hear it when on the replay, and right. they don't just don't see it in this but video. You won't, it was a good video too. Um, I mean, I don't know why they're doing that. We're not pi uh, pirating anything. You know, they're, they're our guests, and they gave us permission to use their music. Anyway, we have to wait because now we got to get the stream to come back on. But in the meantime, so um, this is going to screw us up. Wait, are are they allowed up. to do that? Isn't that sort of like a communist move? No. It's 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 called, uh, no. what is it called? It's called blocking. It's called uh, censoring. Who the hell are they to block the music? Well, they're saying that we don't own it. I know we don't own it, but the people that were on our show own it. They wrote it and sang it. I'm not really, you know what? I'm glad I'm going to be 83 years old. I wouldn't want to be 25 today. What's the world going to be like 80 years from now, 70 years from now? Are we all going to wear gray and and work under a star and not a Jewish star, but a Russian star? That's funny. I don't know. So I'm going to like look up our guests. I mean, are we quick. becoming communists in this country? What happened to our freedom? What happened to the right to, 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 to do, to choose? Ugh. Okay, so. I get such a headache. So, you guys, right. if you're watching the video, refresh your page. Uh, Imagine what you have to go through because some moron decides that we shouldn't play a video with permission from the people who are on our show. Um, that's I'm telling funny. you, it's, 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 it's just a. Keep talking because I got to look up our guests. Keep not talking. Here. You know, Jimmy, I get depressed. I get frustrated when crap like this happens because we're losing all of our rights. We, ha we can't that sing. That never was your rights. It's always been a problem forever. No, we it hasn't. We yeah. used to do music in Pennsylvania with no problem. Yeah, but remember? if it was really famous people, we had problems. But we weren't on video. We were on audio. When we're on audio, you don't have a problem. Just oh. video has problems. Uh, what the hell is the difference, audio or video? What is the difference? Uh, uh, get these jerks to, to write me a letter and tell me what's the difference between audio and video. If people can hear it, why can't they see it? Doesn't make sense to me. Either way, there's nothing we can do. I it have it was like a nice video. The dancing was very good. Okay, so talk about something else that you would like to talk about for a second because i got to find out why our guest Well, let's talk here. about my favorite subject, like I yeah. said, me. Yeah. <laughs> Not really. No, I had to mess up my hair. I couldn't stand looking like an old man. Um, you know, like oh, I said, we're back. Like okay. I said, like I said, we'll be in we'll be in Las Vegas for four weeks filming in June. I actually will be going back and forth when they need me. I'll fly there, then come home because I don't know what to do with Astro. Astro will have a nervous breakdown and and 
diet is not with me. And our producers said, Ron, bring him. And you have a, we have a trailer we're staying in. We're living in a, in a beautiful trailer. And I can have, but I'm afraid that somebody might open the trailer door while I'm working and the dog will run out. So I don't know what to do. So my daughter said she will come here and take care of Astro and Brandy Girl. Um, but he can't be four weeks without me. He will really get very, these little mutts are very dependent on the love. They love you deeply. So I'll fly back and forth from Palm Springs to Vegas. But Jimmy will stay there because he's the producer and he has to be there for the entire shoot to make sure everything is done correctly. It's a wonderful script. It's a good movie. And when we are allowed to talk about it, I will. I'm excited about it. It's probably the best thing I've done in all the films I've done because I have a good part and I love the part. And I, and I think it's a really, it's a, it's a, it's not a horror movie. It's a thriller movie. It's a horror thriller. It's just a good one. Hey. I, I, I can only use, I, I don't know. Astro, see what I mean? Astro. 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 He's at the window barking. Astro, come here. Um, the, the, the name of the film is Death House, but I think they'll change it. Who knows? They always change titles. But I'll give you more about it when we can. Come here, Astro, you little stinker. Yes, because of you, Daddy doesn't know what to do. Am I supposed to stay in Las Vegas? No, don't be violent. You're so little. You can't be a watchdog. Look how cute you are. Daddy loves you. I love him so much. I love my little boy. Yeah. Do you have little dogs out there? Anybody out there have little doggies? He is so dependent and so loving. He kisses in the morning, 7:30 every morning, he rolls over on my stomach and he comes up to my chest and he starts kissing me to wake up. Because then I open the sliding door and he goes out to make a wee-wee in the garden. Um so they they just take they steal your heart, these little these little things. I never liked little dogs. I always had big, big dogs. And when Jimmy was getting him, I said, eh, little dog. Little did I know I'd fall so madly in love with him. Isn't he fabulous? We like love him to death. I love him. I love him. Astro, relax. Sit sit nice. Sit, look at your ass out of my face. Come here. That's a good boy. That's a good boy. Look at that good boy. Give daddy kisses. Mm, give me lips. Mm. Uh, and you want to get down? You, you had your two minutes of fame. Get lost. <laughs> get lost. <clears throat> you have your two minutes of fame. So are we okay, Jim? Are we on I'm the air? I'm working on it. We're, still We're on the air. Well, yeah. We can't bring our guest in, right? I'm trying to get her. She's trying. She's having trouble getting in. Oh, she's not because of the, the video? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Jane Russell was very good friends with Dale Evans and Roy Rogers. In fact, she made a movie called Pale Face with Roy Rogers. So I know a lot about Roy and Dale. They also were very uh, religious Christians like Jane was, and they adopted a lot of children. So I think this gal coming on is an adopted daughter. No, she's not. She's not an adopted daughter. No, she's we'll not find one of the adopted ones. We'll find out when we talk to her. Here Hello, she say is. something so Hi. we can Okay. <laughs> All right. You got to love technology. Sorry about that. 
That's okay. We're happy to have that you're here and that we can actually see your beautiful face. Thank so let me you. let me do an introduction. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, Julie Rogers Pamilia. Is that how I pronounce it? Pamilia? Yeah, good job. Uh -huh. Julie Rogers Pamilia. Hello and welcome to the show. Before we get started, let me introduce you to my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hi, nice Hi, to Ron. meet you. I, I wonder, did you hear what I said about Jane Russell? No, I didn't. Yeah, Jane Russell and I were good buddies. And you she, were? Oh, yeah, we hung out for years together. That's why my name is Russell. I took her name when I started in the business. And oh. Jane and your dad were very good friends. And uh -huh. your mom, they made a movie together called Pale Face. I know uh, that. And Jane I have a picture. Right. No, wait, not your dad, your granddad. It's my grandfather. I'm yes. sorry, grandfather. Your grandfather, grandfather. and grandmother. Okay, so hold on. Let me tell everybody, first of all, we have a chat room filled up with people, so can you just say hi to everybody in the chat room? Hi. Nice there to you see go. you. Now, do you oh, still live in Apple Valley? I do not. I live uh, in Lake Tahoe, Nevada. Oh, that's oh, awesome. Because you, your grandparents lived in Apple Valley. Yes, they did. Uh, we, we lived in Los Angeles, and then we all scattered, and they moved to Apple Valley, and we moved to Northern California. Are you a Christian like your grandmother? Yes, I am. Good. See, they they taught you that. They sure did. You because know, they, they were very good people. Jane spoke highly of Dale and and Roy. They really were. Uh, Hang on, well, actually, but you're talking too much without telling because nobody knows who she is because we didn't. Well, I couldn't figure it out by now. No, you guys. First, so first of all, you guys, this we is we fight all the time. Julie, oh, yeah, we're used to it. <laughs> this is Julie Rogers Pamilia, and she is the granddaughter of the iconic and legendary Western movie and TV stars Roy Rogers and Dale Evans. We live in Palm Springs, so we have like Roy Rogers Road. It's and all kinds of stuff here. Oh, um, she has a she has a brand new book that came out called Your Heroes, My Grandparents. It chronicles the lives of the Royal Western couple who were like the Brad and Angelina of the 50s. Without, without the sinful uh, baloney. And you are right. the youngest. I mean, they, they adopted so many kids, yes. Right, right. And, they, and, they did adopt And you are the youngest daughter of Dale Evans's only biological son, I read. Right. That's so, right. Uh, there we go. And um, you're, and they had, let's see, Joy Rogers, they adopted five of their nine children from different backgrounds. All right. Now everybody knows who you are. Okay. Did, now Ron can talk. Did you ever meet Jane? Yes, I did. In fact, I had a picture of me and her uh, or her and I in the book. And then it had to be taken out at the last minute because I had too many pictures. But I do have a picture of her and Grandpa and uh, Bob Hope in that movie, Senate right, 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 yeah. right, right. Yeah, yeah. that's what J Jane used to say. She would always say to me, what happened to Hollywood? It used to be all Republican. I said, <laughs> I, said I don't know, Jane. I, it sure ain't Republican anymore. And then she said, that's the reason Hollywood is falling down. I said, okay, Jane. But Jane was a very opinionated lady. Yes, she was. She a, was. a very, very Christian woman and a very a big Republican and, and believed in America and uh, all the things that we were taught as children in school. I love and adored her. We were buddies. I mean, we used to hang out in pajamas at my house and watch TV. How did you well, meet her? Oh, that's a very long story. When I was um, very young, I adapted her name because my name was too ethnic. So I took Ron Russell from Jane's, and I always loved her. Ever since I saw her and Gentlemen Prefer Blondes, I was a boy. I was only 14 uh, at the time. Uh, years went by, and uh, 
through religious reasons, uh, I got a voice that came to me that said, you have to meet Jane Russell. And my daughter and I went out to find Jane Russell, and we did. And when we found her, she became my very best friend forever. I gave her her 80th birthday cake. I used to go up to the Mexican restaurant where she sang up in Santa Maria. Uh, I met all the Christian uh, followers that were her friends. And uh, Beryl Davis was a good friend of mine. And so wait just, a second. It was I'll a nice you. time. It was a nice. She's a wonderful person. I have Jane. a question for you. A little bitchy at times, but wonderful. Yes, she could be Sorry, cranky. that's our dog. She could be cranky, she could be cranky and bitchy. But very Astro. You guys have the bear here. Have yes. So I have a question. Is that actually like an original Astro. like Roy Rogers shirt or Dale Evans shirt behind um, you? Yeah, in the background I have um some of their costumes um that I ended up with. You know, grandma loved to give me her clothes, and I don't really know why, but anytime she'd say, I've got just the thing for you, it would look really good on you, Julie. I'd be going, No, 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 please, please, no, abort, abort. Um, because whatever it was going to be would be hideously and the thing was I would take them and accept them graciously and be grateful, but then they would end up in my Halloween costume box. Aww. And then later on I started taking them out and thinking, you know, these are really special. And Absolutely. seeing her wearing them on different shows. And so I started actually wearing them to different Western festivals and things. And the shirt of grandpa's um, is one of his nudie shirts. I'm trying to hold my phone here because I couldn't get you on the, the on my internet, <laughs> on my computer. No, you're fine. You're fine. No. Those are they're worth a fortune. Those did, things did, are worth a fortune. No, did you yeah, ever they are. They did, are. You ever think, um, did you ever think of giving some of them to the museum in L.A.? There was a museum. museum. Uh, we had a museum, but then we had to close it uh, eventually. Oh, and the Autry Museum is really more of a inclusive, huge museum about cowboys and vaqueros and not as much on the screen cowboys. They have all of our, our written files and things like that. Um, but they don't have a lot of grandpa's stuff. I think they had one case of grandpa's stuff. Now, there was discrepancy about Roy. Some people said that he was part American Indian, and some said he wasn't. What's yeah, he was, he was he part was, Choctaw. He was, so that's a fact. He was part yeah. American Indian. Well, and so, that's what made it a little bit easier um, for them to adopt my Aunt Dodie, who is also Choctaw, Native American. Right. So and they how adopted, are you still they adopted one from Korea. They adopted one from Scotland. They had, uh, a, he was borderline special needs because he had been beaten by his parents and abused oh, wow. and, and abandoned. That was my, one of my uncles. So we had a very uh, interesting multicultural family. Well, as Jane said, they were very, very good. You know, Jane was the founder of WAIF and that was an adoption agency in Europe because back then, you were not allowed to adopt a child after World War II in Europe, in this country. And uh -huh. Jane bought it and won, and she allowed adoption to be. Now, I don't know if your father or your grandparents ever adopted through Jane, through Waif. I maybe, don't think so. Maybe the Scottish one would have been. Yeah, but they, um, they just, they loved children and they had nine. And my dad was the oldest, uh, Dale's only biological son. 
Right. So I, I have a question because it's so different. Um, I know it's different than it is now because, like, every time I I googled uh, your 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 grandparents, um, lots of stuff comes up, but everybody always tries to refer it to nowadays. So they refer them to Brad and Angelina. But like when you were growing up, did you did you get like, oh my god, my my grandparents are like the most famous people in entertainment? Did you like comprehend that? No, I didn't actually because you know whatever you grow up with is normal to you, so right. you that's normal to everybody else. And it wasn't until I was in second grade that my teacher brought me up to her desk and showed me there was a weekly reader with Grandpa's picture on it, and she made such a big deal. And I thought, I thought in my head, why are you doing this? What what's wrong here? And so, you know, I went with it, but. That day I went home and I said, why did all of this happen? Why, why was she so excited? And how did she even know who grandpa was and, or is? And they started explaining it to me in a little bit more depth. And that was my very first beginning of understanding the effect that they had on so many other people. Hey, your grandfather had a great effect on me. I'm, I'll be 83 next month. So oh, don't, congratulations. So don't Thank you. I was around when your grandfather was very famous and I had Roy Rogers uh, pistols and the belt and a Roy Rogers hat because they were Gene Autry and Roy Rogers were the big uh, cowboys of the day. But I always favored Roy Rogers because I liked his outfits better. Gene Autry <laughs> wore a lot of black, but uh, yeah. Roy, Roy wore colorful fringe and, and you know Indian kind of stuff, turquoise yeah. a lot. So yeah. I like that's a, to go with that. I actually read because I actually read that uh, Roy and Dale were second only to Walt Disney in the merchandising in the late forties and fifties. Oh, they had everything, and they had like four hundred items oh. with their likenesses on it. Which nowadays oh, yeah. that isn't as much as some of the big stars, but back you, then that had to be serious? like astronomical. Everything well, was right. when they had their TV true. show. Forget it. That is true. He um he actually started that because he couldn't even afford to buy stamps to address uh, the responses to his fan mail because the studio wouldn't give him a raise. And he felt that he really owed it to the fans uh, because he always used to say, if there weren't any fans, there wouldn't be a Roy Rogers. And so he took it very seriously to respond to them. So he started going out and finding other ways to make money. And as it turned out, he made more money in merchandising than he did in uh, the movies. And he was actually the beginning of the NFL merchandising. That was under his umbrella. Oh, wow. Yeah, Do you was... have any of that stuff? Did you save any of his like guns or hats or, or anything? I have more than you could ever want. And my sons are not interested in it whatsoever. I have grandpa's, I have his hat. Here's his hat. Oh, well, that is um, the coolest thing ever. I think that is just like amazingly cool. <laughs> Well, you know, the, the hat, I, I went to get it cleaned a few years ago because it has sweat sweat marks on it. I don't know right. if you can see the sweat marks. Yes. And I was going to get it cleaned uh, down at the country store in Van Nuys. And they do, you know, a lot of professional things. Um, and he turned it over and he saw inside the hat that there's a, um engraved signature of grandpa inside the hat band. And they said, wait, is this Roy Rogers hat? I said, yeah. And they said, are you kidding me? We're not going to clean the sweat off this. You want this on there. And I said, I yes. do? Why do I yes. want that? And he said, you just do. 
Okay. So I'm not touching this hat. <laughs> and there you go. So I still have his sweat on my, my hat. I'm not too thrilled about it, but apparently it's something you got to keep. Now, have you remained a close family? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love my family. I have such great relatives. And, um, and, you know, and everyone is Christian. Yeah, pretty much. It's Good. um, it's really been uh, a journey. You know, my dad uh, accepted Christ when he was really, really little. And with um, when he was living at my great grandma's house, because Dale was trying to, at all costs, uh, pursue fame. And so she was not doing a great job with my dad who was malnourished and living with her in an apartment in Chicago. It just wasn't the life for a small boy. So she sent him for a while to live with my grandma, my great grandma. And that was the best thing for him because he was, he had friends, he had animals there on the farm. He went to Sunday school and boy scouts and all kinds of stuff. And so he started praying for my grandma and he prayed for her for many years. And he finally, you know, went with him to church and she accepted Christ. And then she came home and, boy, that your dog is really energetic, isn't he? (laughs) I even blocked the window so they can't see out of it. And they're still blocking. We used to be out of a studio. Then with COVID, we worked from the house and and we've never stopped working from the house. Oh, yeah. yeah. My dogs are here too. They're in the other room. So hopefully they won't start talking uh, Jane Russell bought a house up in Washington State for all of her relatives because they were all Christian. And uh-huh. this would go up there a couple of times a year. Every There's a 30 or 40 of them, you know, a lot of people. And uh-huh. they'd all go to this house up in Washington State. Um, I was the last person to uh, be with Jane before she passed. Um, uh-huh. I took her to the airport. We lost you. Oh, there well, we go. I took her to the airport, and it's funny. We had never exchanged any kind of affection. Jane wasn't that way. You know, she was very austere. And I looked at her, and I said, you know, Russell, I really love you. And she said, you know, Russell, I really love you, too. And she gave me a hug. And then she went on the plane. They put the plane down in Tampa because she was ill. And then she passed away a few weeks later. So isn't it funny how... Things happen before we die that we don't understand, you know. And if Jane were alive, she'd say, that's the Lord's way, Ron. That's what Jane would say, because everything we did was the Lord's way. And I I cherish that moment because the last thing Jane ever said to me was, and I love you, Ron. I love you, Russell. I like love it. It's nice. It's cute. It's wonderful. So she was a tough hombre. So I have a question for you. Oh, wait, now we can't hear you. See if your microphone is on. See if your microphone is on, Julie, because, like, I don't hear you. No, we don't hear you. We can see you. your lips moving, but somehow the microphone went away. Oh, heck. There we go. My now microphone's on. It's on now. We can hear you now. Was your grandmother tough? Was, was Dale tough? She was, she was, but she was also a softie. I don't think she was quite as tough as Jane. Um, 
but she was definitely an extrovert and grandpa was definitely not an extrovert. So they were opposite. No, no, the furthest thing from it. So I would go to a restaurant with Jane, right? We would be having dinner and the waiter would come over and I used to like to bug her. I'd say to the waiter, do you know who this is? And she would get crazy. She'd say, please don't do that. Don't do that. I'd say, this is Jane Russell. And they'd just look like, who the hell is Jane Russell? <laughs> they yeah. didn't know who she was. So I also read I also read stuff online um, about how, you know, like the way Hollywood is today, how like like everybody doesn't like the way they look or the, the, it's <laughs> not studios anymore. But I also read like back in the day that the studios didn't like certain things about Roy and Dale either. I wrote down with Roy, they didn't like his eyes and his chest. And with Dale, they didn't like her hair and her nose. Is that exactly, true? Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They said <laughs> she got off the plane and they said, oh, wow, you're, you don't look anything like your pictures. Your nose is too big. Your forehead's not right. Your hair's the wrong color. And then with grandpa, they said, you know, they don't, they didn't like his eyes. And so they gave him prescription eye drops to relax the muscles and open his squinty eyes because, you know, that's just part of what he looked like. And uh, so pretty soon he started getting fan mail from people saying, hey, what are you doing to Roy's eyes? We like his eyes the way they were. Stop it. And so they said, all right, fine. And they, they quit bothering him about that. But they still had him doing handstands for some reason to get his his you know upper body more toned. And he he got so good at handstands he'd walk back and forth from set to set on his hands. And <laughs> pretty soon he was he was done with that. And then they wanted him to go to Hollywood parties to get his name out there and recognition. And he's just not that way. He was very shy. So he finally said, "Well, can I invite a friend?" And they said, "Okay, sure." So he brought a hunting buddy and they sat on the couch all night and talked about coon hunting the whole night. <laughs> so they finally said, never mind, just don't go. <laughs> just don't go. So yeah. when you were when you were growing up, like were there like all kinds of like movie stars coming in and out that did you got to meet when you were young? Like did you meet Cary Grant or I don't know? I'm just like Well, uh, um Clark Gable was a good friend of oh his. God, they would awesome. go shooting, you know, together and uh Burt Reynolds said his dad didn't even recognize him as a successful Hollywood star until he came home and said, Hey dad, I went hunting with Roy Rogers. And his dad was quiet for a minute and said, you went hunting with Roy Rogers, huh? And he said, yeah. And he said, okay, now you've arrived, son. Now you've now arrived. So Ron and I actually both knew yeah. Burt Reynolds. Burt, Burt, yeah. was a friend, Burt was a friend of mine. I knew Burt for a long time. That's yeah. super cool. I mean, yeah. That is like Clark Gable, though. I mean, that's like freaking like awesome. Well, these guys were all real, what they call he-men hunters. You know, they were fishermen and real, not like the guys. You know, today they're all doped up; they can't even move. <laughs> yeah. Back in those days, they were they were drinkers. That's the one it thing. Was it was definitely a different different day. That's for sure. But the, I mean, Jane Russell was an alcoholic, and like she said, she went on the wagon at eighty years old. Because she wow. almost died, she almost died from alcohol. You know. Yeah. So did yeah. you get to watch your like, did, like when you were a kid? Did you watch you know them, them on television, or or you didn't really watch them on television? No, she was too. Older? She was too young when they were. Uh, on you television. know, we didn't really care, and we were over at the house. I mean, they would sometimes. They had three hundred acres behind their house, and that was used for their show and for movies. So they could put on their makeup in the bedroom and step right out the back door and be on set. So, oh wow! Um, so they they were 
they they kind of floated in and out of Roy and Dale and Grandma and Grandpa very seamlessly because uh, it, it just was part of their life. And right. it was all very normal to me. But so, their, their TV show was in the early 50s. Yeah, I was at the end of their TV show when it yeah, was. You would, be, you would be too young. I was. No, I yeah, was, it had just gone into reruns. But Grandpa would lay with us on the floor and be saying, go, Roy, get him, Roy, get those bad guys. And we'd be saying, yeah, Grandpa, get him, get him. And it was just fun. That's so cute. He was like I, a big I, I watched that. I watched their show. And, you know, back then we knew the bad guys dressed in black uh -huh. and the good guys always dressed in light colors. Yeah, so and they didn't the kill anybody. They just shot the gun out of the guy's hand, you know, and, yes. and roped him, roped him up, you know, tied him up. <laughs> and Dale and Roy made a lot of recordings. I'm an old cow hand yeah. on the on the Rio Grande. I wrote that. Well, he started in the business singing before he ever acted. Oh, you know, that's he cool. Was, he was a singer, and he never aspired to be an actor. I mean, he was going to be a dentist. <laughs> and he was from the holler back in in um, Ohio. He was real small town boy and never dreamed he would be on the big screen ever. You know, I actually wrote down too that she that's your grandmother wrote Happy Trails, which like everybody knows that's that song. Happy Trails, that's right. That's yeah. That was their opening song to the show and their fade away song. Right, and uh, she wrote it for him. She felt like he needed a song for his show, and so she wrote it on the back of an envelope and scribbled it out and then taught it to Grandpa, and they, they sang it that day. And uh, I never knew she wrote it until I was in college, and I said, nobody in this family tells me anything. How, you know, <laughs> I, found out, I found out from some guy on the radio saying it, and I went to the phone and called my grandma and said, I can't believe you wrote that. You wrote that? And she said, wait, wrote what? And I said, happy trails. And she goes, oh, well, yeah. I said, why didn't you ever tell me? She said, well, baby, I just didn't think it was that important. That's, all. <laughs> That's so much fun. So let's 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 do a plug you know, for the book real quick. It's called yeah. Your Heroes, My Grandparents. Where do people go to get it? Written by Julie can, can Rogers. You, can you show Familia. us the book? Do you have a copy yes. of the book? You can hold, hold the book up. I do have a copy, but it's in the other room now that I... <laughs> Why do I have it in the other room? I don't know why. Um, but yeah, it's called Your Heroes, My Grandparents, A Granddaughter's Love. And it's on Amazon. You can get it on Amazon and also on Barnes and Noble. And I'm working on a website as we speak. And I want people to be able to write me and then I can sign it and send the book to them. Oh, that's so, beautiful. And what so will when the I get that be? up, I'll let you know. What will the website be? Do you already have the name for it? Um, I believe it's going to be like Happy Trails, Julie. Uh, okay. <laughs> but, that's a good one. But we'll that's see. That's good. that's my email. So, um, yeah, I'll let you know. I will. I will send it to you when I when I have it, so people can know how to get a hold of me. Is your, is your husband in show business? Oh no, he's a baseball coach. He played uh, on the farm team for the Orioles, I believe, a long time ago, and. Uh, he's a horseman. He taught me how to ride. He said, I can't believe you don't know how to ride. My Rogers granddaughter how to ride a horse. <laughs> it's true. I can't I believe said, it. Either. Well, I mean, grandpa set us up on trigger and we rode trigger, but that's not really being a horse person. And <laughs> I, you what have to do ride I trigger though? That's super cool. That's really <laughs> something. 
Trigger, so, by the way, for you people out there that don't know, was was Roy Rogers' horse, and Trigger was very tr trained. He could uh, go backwards yes. and talk and move. And how old are you? And he do his age. He was yeah, a wonderful he was. And now, he, he also, they, they he, also had a, he also had a cue to go to the bathroom so that when Grandpa took him into children's hospitals and orphanages and things, that he didn't have any accidents. So. Uh, he was trained that way. When my sister got on him one time, he, he she touched the spot where he knew to rear up and oh. accidentally. So my grandpa had to pull him down real fast. But he was such a nice horse. You could just tell that when we got on him that he knew there were kids on him right. and that he needed to just be calm and just stay where he was. And he didn't move. He was he was a great horse. Now, is it true that he was stuffed? <laughs> that's not true. They didn't stuff him. No, that's what at that. If I were to say one, the one question I get asked the most is, is trigger really stuffed? And grandpa would get so upset. He's like, he's not stuffed like sawdust, you know, making a beanbag. He was mounted. So like he got a fiberglass frame made of him before trigger died. And then when he passed, then they, they stretched the skin over this fiberglass form, like they do in a, in a natural history museum for animals. And now where's Trigger now? Uh, at the Fort Worth Stockyards, I believe. And Gene, his friend, Gene Autry, didn't, couldn't understand why Grandpa would go to the trouble and so much money to do that to Trigger. And Grandpa just was so sentimental. He said, I think my fans would really like to see Trigger in his rearing pose at the museum. And they did. Lots of times people would come knocking it right at closing time and say, please, please, can we just come in and see Trigger? And um, so there it was. That's so cool. Well, he kept the, do the horse's memory alive. I mean, yeah. we're talking about him today, and it's a lot of years later. It's funny because I only know two. I only know three horses from, like, growing up. Mr. Mm -hmm. Ed, yeah. I host the the one from the Lawn Ranger and Trigger. They're yep. like the only three like I know. And I don't even know what's the is it called High Ho Silver. So the dogs so it was no, silver no, no. for Lawn Ranger. Silver. silver, yeah, yeah, silver. Silver was the Lawn yeah. Ranger. Yeah. So I only that's all only horses I know of all the like horses that are out there. You know, so that, that was true. another big cowboy of the day. I used to listen to it on the radio. Believe it or not, in 1946 and 47, the Lawn Ranger show. Da, 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 oh yeah, that music. yeah. You know, and hi ho, Silva! Where yes, we go? That's so, right. Wait, wait, so you're an author now, and by the way, I'm, I might just keep repeating it. The name of the book, you guys, is "Your Heroes, My Grandparents." What's the the byline? A granddaughter's love. A granddaughter's yes. love. Um, mm -hmm. So what? So did, have you worked in entertainment this whole time, or what did you do? No, I'm a I'm a school teacher. I mean, oh, I've okay. I've gone on TV, you know, several times. But for like, you know, with my grandparents for the Jonathan Winter show or the dinosaur show, you know, old shows like that, that were, um, you know, variety shows. Yes. And uh, we were on a Billy Graham crusade with them and we sang uh, my family and I. And um, no, I just kind of um, I go to Western festivals and I appear at Western festivals. I used to sing. Um, I, now I do mostly just, you know, sitting on panels and answering questions and meet and greet. And, you know, now I have a book to, to sell. And, um, yeah. Cool. It's very, well, very Well, there cool. weren't too many Western idols uh, in that time or today at all. And I think Roy Rogers and Dale Evans were probably the king and queen of all of the uh, Westerners. Yeah. 
I don't well, think they were definitely the a, a, a couple. You know, you didn't think of Roy without Dale and vice never, versa. Never, never, never. Yeah. That's true. Never. Yeah. But definitely they were the, the king and queen of, of Westerns. They were really, really wonderful grandparents. They were the same off screen as they were on screen. And I think that's why people were endeared to them because they were authentic and, you know, uh, accessible. As I said before, Jane had the nicest things because we talked all the time about everybody. And I brought them up once and she said the nicest thing about Roy and Dale. Just yeah. just good good folk. Good, good folk. Good folk. Yeah. They really were. They never forgot their roots and they didn't mm -hmm. ever take themselves too seriously. Um they were very humble and um yeah, they were just good people. So I have a question for you. Do you have a, is there a social media? Like, do you have a, like, I couldn't find you on Instagram. I couldn't find you anywhere, but I don't know if I was looking. Oh, I'm on. Yeah, I'm on there. But um, it's kind of a mouthful. I, I'm on Facebook and Instagram under Julie Fox Ashley Pamelia. Oh, wow. <laughs> Julie Fox, what? Julie Fox Ashley Pamelia. Because yeah. that way, you know, you can promote the book on there and we can help because I've got like a million and a half followers. Yeah, oh. I have. Um, I have actually put the book on there. Um, a few posts ago, and um, Julie Fox, Ashley Familia, and I'm on that, and then it goes directly to Instagram whenever I post something on there. Yeah, the the content of the book would be your relationship with your grandparents. Yeah, Mostly. it's really um all my memories, and what's so fun about the book, I think, is that. You don't have to read it from cover to cover. They're just small stories, individual stories of memories that I have with them. So they're like right. three to four pages long, and you can just open it up and read one story if you want. And there's tons of pictures, a lot of pictures that people haven't ever seen because they were family pictures. That's so, fabulous. Yeah. So everybody, this is Julie Rogers Pamelia. The name of the book is Your Heroes, My Grandparents. We only have like a, a minute left. Um, you can get the book on Amazon. Um, Soon on a website, we'll let you know when she lets us know. We want to thank Harlan Bull for setting this interview up with oh. us. And um, I know him for a long and we, time. And we wish yep. you all the luck with the book. What a fascinating, you know, wonderful life you've led. And it's Aww. very, very cool. And, and uh, so we want to say congratulations on the book. And I hope it sells millions of copies. And uh, we want to thank you for coming on the show and sharing your story with us. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really had a good time. You guys are cool. And, and, and I can tell that you are a chip off the old blocks. I, you know, unfortunately or fortunately, grandma used to say, honey, you are just like me more than anyone else in the family. Yeah. Then, oh, is that That's a good, good thing? Yes, <laughs> it's a good thing. Got, it's fabulous. Your grandmother had a great reputation. And you have a beautiful smile too, by right. the way. Thank you so much. So I thank really you so much. Thank, thank you, you so much for coming, coming on, on our the show. show. You guys get your heroes, my grandparents, by Julie Happy Rogers. Happy trails to you. Happy trails, and we'll see no, you, you soon. Sing. Thank you. Happy trails <laughs> to you. Bye-bye. <laughs> okay. uh, we meet again. <laughs> All right, everybody. We want to thank you guys for tuning in. We want to thank our guests, High Five, and Julia Roberts Familia. We had a great time. Hope you Good guys show. did, too. Thanks, chat room, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. <laughs> And try not to get so wrong Yeah, we in the mix Yeah, we in the mix It's another episode Here we go, the Jimmy Star Show With Ron Russell Interviewing the hottest
newest and truest so. of today's celebrities. Make sure to subscribe so you can get notified weekly. Jimmy Stark, he's the king of cool. Ron Russell, he's a gorgeous dude. Chat room is live and you would be a fool not to vibe with us at the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Come watch it live on W4CY Radio. Miss some past episodes? Download on iTunes. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. It's the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell.